Welcome to 7-Minute Torah. I'm Rabbi Micah Streifer. In this podcast, we explore the weekly Torah portion in about 7 to 10 minutes. We make modern meaning out of ancient texts, exploring them through liberal Jewish eyes. To become a supporter of this podcast, please visit patreon.com slash 7-Minute Torah. All right, welcome everyone. This week we're going to talk about the double portion of Nitzavim Vayelech, We are really close to the end of the Torah here, which also means that we're getting really close to the High Holy Days. So let me make two quick announcements. First of all, next Thursday, September 14th, the day before Rosh Hashanah begins, I'm going to be offering a class on Zoom. It's a one-hour thing on Thursday, September 14th at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, so that's noon Pacific, and it's called Was Darth Vader Sorry? a discussion about repentance. So we're going to talk about High Holy Day themes of tshuva and repentance and living your best life, but we're going to talk about it via Darth Vader and Return of the Jedi. And we'll answer the question, or try to answer the question, was Darth Vader fully repentant? So that's going to be a fun one. And if you want to sign up, you can go to laasok.org and just click on Current Classes. The other thing, just to plant the seed is a reminder that the Torah cycle is going to start over again in a few weeks. So the week of October 10th, we begin the Torah all over again. We start Bereshit. And if you have been thinking about digging a little more deeply into the Torah, maybe joining a weekly Torah study class, maybe reading through the Parsha every week yourself, this is your opportunity. So remember that I offer a Tuesday beginning Torah study group at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, and a Friday more advanced Torah study group, which meets at noon Eastern or 9 a.m. Pacific, just in time to get ready for Shabbat. They happen on Zoom. They last an hour. You can log in in the middle of your workday. You can log in at lunchtime if the timing is right for you. Join us for some discussion, regardless of your level and your background. We have great conversations, and I would be thrilled for you to join us in this endeavor, this year-long learning endeavor. So more information is available on that also at laasok.org, L-A-A-S-O-K.org. Or if you want more information, you can email me, rabbistreifer at gmail.com. So as I said, we have a double portion this week. Nitzavim Vayelech is a parsha that takes place at transitional moments and in many ways is about transitions. It starts at Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 9, and it goes through the end of 31. Some years these parshiot are read separately. This year they are read together as a double portion. And when I say that this parsha is about transitions... What I mean is that it takes place at a moment of great transition, both for Moses and for the Israelite people. The people are about to cross over into the Promised Land after 40 years of wandering in the desert. In fact, the Torah is coming to an end in only two more parashiot. And Moses is about to cross over into the next life, if you will. Moses knows he's about to die. In fact, he opens Vayelech, which is our second of our double portion this week, by announcing that to the people. Here's what he says. This is verse 2. 
בן 120 שנה אנוכי היום, לא אוכל עוד לצאת ולבוא. He says, I am 120 years old now. I can no longer come and go. I can no longer be active, is the way my translation translates it. Moreover, God has said to me, you shall not cross the Jordan River. So Moses is letting the people know what they actually already know. I don't think this is new information. He's 120 years old, and he's going to die. And this is, of course, a really pivotal moment because a whole new stage of Israelite life, of Jewish life, is about to begin. Moses appoints Joshua in this parsha. There's a lot happening here. Now, if this notion of 120 sounds familiar to you, it is because that's where it comes from. As Jews, we traditionally say to each other, Ad me'avesrim, may you live to be 120. And Moses, then, is kind of the gold standard for a good, long life. This is in keeping with something we've seen throughout the Torah, which is Moses as the archetype for a lot of things. Moses is the archetype for a lawgiver. He's the archetype for prophet, for leader. He's a, he's a monarch of sorts. He's a judge. The rabbis even call him Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses our rabbi, and make him the archetype for rabbi. And here, at the end of his life, we see him as the archetype or the gold standard for a good long life. He lives to be 120, and that is what we wish for everybody. The problem with that, of course, is that none of us actually get that number of years. I mean, there are a very few number of people who make the Guinness Book of World Records who live past their hundreds, you know, even 110 but 120 is not actually a reasonable length of years for any of us to expect. And so what's happening here? How can Moses be the gold standard, the archetype, but also not something that we can expect to live up to? The tradition is aware of that discrepancy, and so it presents us with some other standards for life, for how long life is supposed to be. One of them is found in Psalm 90, in a text that you may have heard at a funeral here and there. It says, The span of our life is 70 years, or, given the strength, 80 years. And the best of them are trouble and sorrow. They pass by speedily, and we are in darkness. That's Psalm 90, verse 10. And it actually has a little bit of a dark sound to it, right? We don't get all that many years on this earth, and the best of them are filled with trouble and sorrow. So why would the psalm say that? The reason is found two verses later in verse 12, where it says, Teach us to count our days, teach us to number our days and obtain a heart of wisdom. In other words, we don't get that long a life. So God, help us to fill our lives, help us to fill them with wisdom and to make each day count. So that's one standard that the tradition offers us for what is a good full life. And another one is found in Pirkei Avot, the Talmud's tractate of ethical teachings, where Rabbi Yehuda ben Tema says the following, At five years old, one is fit for Torah, at ten years for Mishnah, 
at 13 for the fulfilling of commandments, at 15 for Talmud, 18 for the marriage canopy, 20 for pursuing a livelihood, 30 for authority, 40 for discernment, 50 for counsel, 60 to be an elder, 70 for gray hairs, 80 for special strength, 90 for a bowed back, and at a hundred, he says, a person is as one who has already passed from the world. Oh, I forgot to mention, this is Pirkei Avot chapter 5, verse 21. And this also has a bit of a dark ending there when it talks about the hundred-year-old. But if we look over the rest of the paragraph, what we really find is this notion that life has stages, that each moment or stage of our life has a kind of a different theme. When you're young, you're learning different kinds of things. Here it lists it as Torah and Mishnah. When you're in the middle of life, you're building and attaining and achieving. It talks here about marriage and pursuing a livelihood, building a career, maybe building a family. These are some of the ways that some of us go about building a life. And then as you get older, it actually turns back to learning again. Discernment, counsel, being an elder. The, the notion here is that life is actually about learning. That as we grow and as we age, we come to understand that life is built around the attainment of wisdom. That a good and full life is one where we are lifelong learners, where we realize that we still have a lot to learn, no matter how old we are. So I think maybe this 120 of Moses is not meant as an actual literal age, but rather as an idealization of wisdom. The Torah knows that none of us live to be 120. None of us live ad esrim. But it lifts up the gold standard of someone who continues learning throughout their whole life, as Moses does, by the way. At the end of the Torah, it will tell us that Moses' eyes were undimmed, which is to say, he kept his eyes open. He kept learning his entire life. So, I don't know about living to 120. There's a certain point where our bodies can't handle it anymore. But I do love the idea that we should keep learning until we are 120, that we should never stop growing, and we should never stop teaching others. And in fact, there's a phrase that's arisen in Israeli culture, where instead of people saying, Ad may you live to be 120, they say, Ad may you live to be 100 and still feel like you're 20. So may we all live to be 120, if not in age, then in wisdom. And like Moses, may we keep finding ways to grow, to become better and better versions of ourselves, to teach others, to gain wisdom, and to be lifelong learners. Thanks for listening. 7-Minute Torah is a production of La Asok, Sacred Texts, Modern Meaning. If you enjoyed this program, please consider becoming a sponsor at patreon.com slash 7-Minute Torah. For more information about upcoming learning opportunities, go to laasoka.org, L-A-A-S-O-K.org. I'm Rabbi Micah Streifer. Thanks for listening.